everyone. You are welcome to Nigeria Daily. My name is Blikis Ahmed. Banditry is taking another dimension in some parts of Nigeria. It is now becoming a thing of leadership and followership. The bandits are the leaders, while the community residents are the followers. Can you imagine that? The bandits in Niger, Zamfara, and Katsina states are said to be imposing certain amounts of money as ladies on members of the communities in order to be protected against the bandits themselves and other groups of bandits, which they call a protection levy, thereby proposing a peace pact with them. In today's episode, we are talking about how bandits in some northern states task communities to pay levies for their protection and freedom. How is this act of lawlessness being carried out in the different communities and what are the people doing about it? Are they complying with the demands of the bandits? Our reporters in Zamfara and Niger states tell us. First, let's hear from our reporter in Zamfara state. My name is Shehu Umar, a reporter with the Daily Trust newspaper in Zamfara state. Yes, Imposition of levies on communities in Zamfara State and even in some villages or communities in the neighboring states of Katsina Sokoto mm. uh, is not a new thing. Mm. It has been happening for quite a long time, for some years back now. The armed gangs, or I can say criminal gangs, have been imposing levies on uh, these rural communities. That is what they call uh, harvest levies. Okay. They impose levies on community to allow them to harvest their farm produce or allow them to tend to their farms when the rainy season starts. Mm. And uh, in recent time, there is a, a new mm. twist to that. They impose what is called a protection levy. Okay. They will ask community uh, a certain amount of money for them to have a guarantee on their safety. Mm. For instance, what happened recently in Moriki uh, town in uh, Zulmi local government area of the state, uh, a notorious bandit leader called Trud Bella Turji mm. imposed what is called protection levy on Moriki town. Oh. Yes, he imposed what is called a protection levy on that uh, community. Mm. Uh, he asked pay 20 million naira for him to give them protection against any form of attacks by uh, criminal gangs. Okay. And uh, the community was thrown into confusion and uh, they mobilized themselves and uh, started going house to house, collecting fee from each of the household. Some of the uh, community members who spoke to me about uh, the matter told me that each household was to pay 6,500 naira. And if they add the money, it would give them 20 million naira as illiteracy uh, demanded. Mm. So some of the community members defaulted along the line. They couldn't pay what was due for them to pay. So they uh, raised about 10 million naira. Mm. And uh, when they uh, called to tell uh, Truji that uh, they could only raise 10 million naira. He was angry and ordered for the arrest of those who delivered uh, the money. Mm. So it's no, it's not about Moriki town alone. Uh, after that, Gidanguga in Maradu local government era also faced similar challenge. The community was asked by criminal gangs to pay 20 million naira protection levy. You know, and uh, they realized why they raised the money and paid them so that uh, they would have peace in their village. Mm. So it's not about Moriki Town or Gidangoga in Maradu local government. 
this has been happening all over the all of the local governments of the state, villages in these local government areas are facing similar challenges. Mm. And it has been happening for quite a long time. Like uh, last year in Bukum local government, such levies were uh, imposed in communities uh, in that local government. Mm. And in Anka local government too. Uh, it has been it has been happening that way. Well, in several communities, several local governments. Yes. So, what what are the government doing about it, or the security personnels? What are they doing about? Do they know that these bandits are extracting money, levies from the people? Yes, uh, nobody can tell you that uh, government is not aware of what happened, of what is happening there, mm. or security operatives, or security agencies are not aware of what is actually happening in those communities. But they usually don't talk about it. They keep their mouths shut about, uh, you know, making comments or remarks on these uh, problems because we have never heard of anything or even the government issued a statement Mm. that uh, a certain levy was imposed on so-so-so community and maybe the government will intervene and say, okay, you shouldn't pay this money. We will intervene and protect you. Uh, not even the security agencies themselves, mm. because what happened in, in Moriki town uh, in recent times, I believe the security agencies are aware of this, and the government itself is also aware of uh, this problem. But did they intervene? No, I don't think so. Because if they had intervened, the community wouldn't have bothered to raise the money and pay uh, to the criminal gangs. Mm. Wow. So the communities gather together and raise these monies and give to the bandits. Yes, normally because, you know, the armed gangs are instilling fear, mm. you know, through this imposition of uh, levies. They are weaponizing uh, imposition of uh, these levies against the communities because the communities there know the danger of not, or the consequences of not, you know, bowing to the demands or the demands of these armed criminals. Mm. That's why if a certain uh, money or uh, a levy is imposed on a particular community, you see them uh, doing everything they can to see that they raise the money and pay because they know the consequences of not meeting the demands of these criminal gangs. Mm. And uh, if, like, um, if we are talking about a protection levy, like what uh, Benlu Turji said they should pay, mm. if they refuse to pay uh, this money, they know the consequences. Yeah, If I understand yes. you very well, this protection levy, they, do they mean the people should pay for protection against them or against other bandits? You know, it sounds confusing. Mm. You see, Bella Turji has been terrorizing communities around Shinkaipi, mm. Zunimi, and some parts of uh, East and Southern Burundi local government area in Sokoto State. Now, Belturgi is asking people to pay protection levy. What does he mean by paying mm. protection levy? So what the, some members of the community told me is that uh, he promised to guarantee their safety, mm. uh, that uh, none of his boys or any uh, armed criminal from other group mm. from other territories mm. or from other states will come and attack the people around the area. None of his, uh, none of members of his gangs will, will attack them, and uh, they will also not allow uh, criminal gangs from other places to come and attack them. That's what he's telling the community. Okay. That was our colleague, Shehu Umbar, from Zamfara State. Then we hear from our reporter, 
in Niger State. My name is Abokara Akwete. I report for Daily Trust in Niger State. Uh, before now, there were communities who, who were taxed by bandits to get their freedom, to avail their farm produce, and also to stay in their community. But uh, that's what normally happens during rainy season when people are returning home to plant their crops. Mm. They will have to pay before bandits allow them to plant. And also, they start avasing. Recently, in communities in uh, Magama local government specifically, mm. uh, there's a community called Kabul mm. and uh, adjoining communities uh, where they say the bandits abducted their village head and his younger brother. And on releasing the village head, they sent a message that they should begin to pay for them to get their farm produce uh, harvested. Hmm. And they hold on to the younger brother that until they pay that uh, those compensation, they will not release the younger brother. And they, if they refuse to pay within the deadline given, they will not release the younger brother and they will not allow them to avail their farm produce. Okay. okay. What about now? Are they still doing it or they have stopped collecting money for their uh, freedom? Since uh, the level of attacks and invasions have even decreased, reduced drastically, for now I cannot establish whether they still pay because with the recent assaults on those people by the army, police, and other security agencies, it, uh, the attacks have reduced, and uh, even some people that have left their homes, some of them have started going back. Mm. So, but uh, in the last month, I knew of, uh, the, of that scenario in a village called Atabo and, and other adjoining communities in the Manoka government. Mm. We are, the village was uh, kidnapped alongside his younger brother, and uh, a day after the, the village was released to send a message to the community that uh, they should begin to prepare to pay before they will be, uh, they will be allowed to address their farm produce. Mm. And also, it is that payment that will determine the release of the village's younger brother there in Pabo, in Magama, okay. Magama local government. But after uh, that, that incident, when they were, as farmers, they started arresting and they wanted to come back for attacks, mm. that was when military renewed their assault. And then the chief of army staff recently launched uh, Operation Mugumbugu mm. with a view to also tell the, the new attacks. And then, Police also changed their tactics with the coming of the new commissioner of police. And now the attacks have drastically reduced. Okay. Honestly speaking, uh, in the last few weeks, we have not recorded any attacks in Niger State. That was our colleague, Abubakar Akoti, from Niger State. You are listening to Nigeria Daily, coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to this and other episodes of the show on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Adamao State. And if you are in Jos, Plateau State, you can listen on Unity FM 93.3 Jos. And on 90.1 Badegi Radio in Mena, Niger State. And also on 104.9 FM Sawaba Radio, Hadeja, Jigawa State. We will be going on a short break. Please do stay to the end. You are welcome back. In today's episode, we are looking at how bandits in some northern states task communities to pay levies for their protection and freedom. We also try to hear from the government what is being done to curb this menace in these communities. My colleague, Bisola Fatoye, speak with a special advisor to the government on media and public enlightenment. Here is what he had to say. 
Yes, my name is Elani Bapa. I'm the special advisor to the government for a state on media and public enlightenment. Okay, yeah, uh, actually about the issue of uh, the bandits are putting some levies yes, on sir. villagers for their crops and so on and so on. Yes, I said sir. I'm not aware of that. So that is it about the negotiation we had with the bandits when we came in. We had a talk with the bandits in 2019 because when we came in, no market was functioning in Zampara State. No major road was opened because the bandits have taken over. Every day you will hear them killing people, abducting people. But when Dr. Bella Mohamed Matola came in, he decided to call them to come to the table and enter negotiation. So our negotiation was fruitful. They agreed they will stop abducting and killing people uh, if the government will domesticate the Fulani and uh, provide them with all the amenities that other people are, are enjoying. So the government decided to build the rigor, which is uh, a modern rigor system. It has primary school, it has junior secondary school, it has roads, it has police posts, it has a veterinary hospital, it has a clinic, it has a wash places, mini stadium, water canal. You know, it's a modern grazing area and everything. He started with 200 prototype houses, and uh, the bodies decided to they agreed, decided to start releasing the people that are abducted. They released over 3,000 people with our ransom. They uh, also supplied us with uh, they supplied. They, they, I mean, after releasing the people, they they, they laid their arms. Over 1,000 AK-47 were surrendered by the bandits at that time. And uh, we had relative peace for more than a year. But the federal government decided in its own wisdom to cancel all negotiations with bandits. And uh, finally, the state government had to agree. So now we are just facing the bandits. If that regard is abandoned, no. We are still continuing. It's over 90% completed. We are hoping that after this... Ruga is completed and uh, the houses, 200 houses are located to interested people and you want to domesticate themselves. Uh, others will, with time, start to see the benefit of staying in one place because the grasses that we are going to use there are going to be imported. They will be uh, nutritious and they grow during rainy and uh, dry season, hamatan and hot season. All these seasons it will continue to grow. So so with this, we are hoping to bring the end of uh, the harmony between the Fulani and the Hausa people. That was Zelani Buffer, the special advisor to the government on media and public enlightenment, Zamfara State. On that, we wrap up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a very big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com or buzzsprout.com or by searching or by searching for Nigeria Daily on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. You can also listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Adamawa State. And if you are in Joss, you can listen on Unity FM 93.3 Joss, Plateau State. You can also listen on 90.1 Badegi Radio in Mina, Niger State, and on 104.9 FM Sawaba Radio, Hadeja, Jigawa State. If you have questions or comments, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust 
and on Facebook at Daily Trust. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 091-389-33390. My name is Blikis Ahmed. Bye for now. 